Great. It's probably a good sign. It's a good sign to get started. One eleven, our favorite time of the day. Yeah, is it? I think so. Because I, I, I feel like um, that's a time I always catch on the clock. And I always say, the portal is open. Yeah. Because we, we designated January 11th portal day in the Church of Chill. Right. So when I see a one eleven, I think the portal is open. And that could be anything. So, yeah. Yeah. It's my favorite time of day. Yeah. The sun is high. And so am I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the sun's finally uh, in Aries. Ooh, yeah. Can we talk about what that is real quick? Yeah, well, we just had the equinox, the grand shift, and I certainly feel the fiery energy. Do you guys over the past couple days? Yeah. It's burning me up, though. I haven't been able to apply it as much. I'm like yeah. revving fat. I mean, I'm also drinking <laughs> caffeine, but I'm like, wait yeah, I'm for... Sorry. yeah. I didn't, I'm, I gotta like hone it in and maybe I have enough fire that I should be drinking chamomile <laughs> and not caffeine right now, you know? Totally. Mm. Totally. So this is a time of the season for fire? <laughs> this is the season for fire. For wildfire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Aries is the newborn. Um, it is the self. It's the ego. Um, it's, um, can be a headstrong energy. Um, but it's forward motion to me and Pisces can be, you know, the energy that we're just in so much of this, like with the dissolution of self, it's so watery and Neptunian and, um, so much more dreamy and receptive and feminine than this more masculine Aries energy that we're stepping into. Mm. Um, and I mean, just like spring, I think spring, you don't really think of as being very masculine, but it is kind of this like the time when you're finally ready to like step your foot out of your door. Mm. You were talking about that with us, Sean. Like, yeah, we're pretty introverted during the winter, but like we do get out in the summertime. You I know? feel like but we're barely like... around here in the summer. Yeah. 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 It's a, it, it, we're, we're about to move too. This is like maybe one of the last podcasts we'll record in this apartment that we've been yeah. living in for 11 years. And uh, yeah, it feels right. And it feels ripe. And man, like two weeks ago, it didn't. It's funny when we weren't in this, in this season, it didn't. And like, Literally, the, the temperature being a little warmer, the sun staying out later, it being Aries season, like I could feel like, cool, yeah, forward momentum, let's do this. Uh, yeah, and Aries is cardinal energy too, so it's really initiatory. It's highly, exci easily excitable and highly initiatory. Mm. Um, and so a lot of these things that we've been dreaming and scheming about, we can finally like put into practice. Yeah. Um, and I think, again, with the way that Venus is in the sky, with this Aquarius energy, it's not so immediately focused on immediate relations. Um, like relationships can still be very difficult during this time and relating to each other on a three-dimensional level and a grounded sort of a level. Um, but I do think this is a really incredible time for um, any projects that you have that are personal and creative and oh. what it is to sort of assert your will out into the multiverse. And um, yeah. The other day, it's so funny, we, me and Cass were like, we're getting so excited. We're like, yo, so many things are about to pop off for us. Like we're, we could talk more about this. We just shot another two music videos for yeah. Kurt Vile. Yes. Um, our film American Sunset is finished. The best. And we're putting it through color and sound right now. Yeah. Um, we're going to start fundraising for another project called Wooks. If you yes. know what that is, you, it should excite you. <laughs> um, and uh, just a bunch of other things. We're moving. We yes. have a bunch of stuff going on. And Cass is like, since we've met Mare, she's been saying April 2022. Haven't you been? Like is when we're going to get a preview window into kind of how things could be. Or, yeah. And we're like, we're getting so psyched about April. And then Cass like reminded me, she's like, yo, Mare's been telling us that's kind of when, uh, 
you know, we're going to get a taste of the good times again. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's specifically in April too. Once Venus moves into your exaltation in Pisces on April 5th, oh my God, it's going to feel so luscious. I think I've used this language on this podcast before with this transit, but it really is going to feel like she was in like this icy, cold, frigid, dry almost like a the back of a grocery store freezer and then she, you know she was kidnapped back there and then somebody lets her out and she gets to go into this like very luscious hot tub that's what it's going to feel like in relationship Ooh. in april because um, it's been really really taut and maybe you're not experiencing that on maybe you don't date someone or you don't live someone but i'm sure you're experiencing that in other relationships that you have right now and the difficulty that is trying to get us all to transcend relating better and on a higher level and from a higher place and with a little bit less emotionality um so yeah, no, very exciting time, but right now a very exciting time for creative projects and mm. all this fire energy that I think we all needed in our sails, you know, Yeah, feeling a little bit like lost at sea in this Pisces soup yeah. out there without a paddle. It feels mm. like we mm. got like a helicopter came down with a couple paddles and maybe like a fucking actual rev engine and yeah. <laughs> we're getting to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I love Aries energy. Yeah. It's like a, so fun. it's a good ally that I feel like I need to hone so I don't let it burn me up. You know what I mean? Yes. But, um. Yeah, I was saying, I feel like really rich in ideas right now. And it's like, it's the best feeling ever is feeling rich in ideas because I know that if like ideas hit or they lead to new things, like the possibilities are endless. Like these doors that you can open with like conceiving of something and executing it is like, at least in our life has shown itself to be pretty insane Mm. what can happen, you know? Yes. And I think conception is a word that's coming out a lot recently in synchronicities. And I think that there is a portal that is calling a lot of people to walk through, but is not going to open until people conceive of the thing they're being asked to conceive of. And so a lot of people are in these like birthing contractions right now with this Aries sun energy and also the um, remnants of Mercury being in Pisces and is still having a little bit of this like, okay, what are the parts of us that we still do need to burn off and we can still let go of and that we've been holding on to that aren't benefiting this new Aries energy the way that we want to step out into the world. Mm. You know, because Pisces brings... um, and we just made a, an amazing blend, too. Can I talk about that on this? Talk the about The mushroom whatever. blend instead Oh, of yeah, yeah, yeah. The sure. Oh, th- there, there's going to be a part what two of this episode. Uh, I don't know if there's any rules. <laughs> no rules. There's, there's no rules. Remember that one time we were like, let's wait 20 minutes before we start talking about drugs. Yeah. And, and I didn't even look at the thing in 20 minutes in exactly. That was, that. That was awesome. Yeah, that was you being very in control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we made a mushroom blend, you know. We're doing uh, micros. Yeah, so excited about it. Golden Teachers Golden with the teachers. Dream Team, Chaga, Reishi, Turkle, Turkey Tail, Turkle Tail. Two Turkle Tails. Turkle Tails, <laughs> Cordyceps, and um, Lion's Mane. Yes. Um, it's five total or six? Six with Golden. Six, total. six okay. with the Golden, okay. yeah, but five, five of the extra helpers. Um, and yeah, I'll put a little uh, thing out, descriptor out too of the Bunda more specifically, but we did it during this um, really cool trine between the moon and the sun. The, at the time, the moon was in Cancer and the sun was in um, Pisces and the sun was also conjunct to Neptune. So a very, very dreamy blend. Again, um, less focused on um, partnering up and relationships um, and uh, collaboration and more focused on uh, internal journeying um, and emotional journeying but with uh, air in your sails or the disassociated power to be able to move through it and accept it and let it go and brave it and all of those things so I'm really excited about this blend I'm excited about it selfishly for myself I'm excited about yeah. it for people I think it's always uh, the most appropriate in the time that it's given into and uh, yeah we love sharing these experiences love, yeah I think we've 
we're getting towards perfecting the blend because I feel like the last blend was awesome. We kind of started with like a power kick yeah. uh, using like the... Um, we use penis envy on those, which is... They're like three times as strong, it feels yeah, like. It's a good, it's a good, like you're saying, yeah, just powerful initiation into making these micros. But you, you know, some, some people like would, would report back to us like, yo, I took this thing. I couldn't even fucking And I knew anything. it when we were doing it. Like a very, yeah, we're all very connected to the most people. I knew it when we were mixing it. I was like, this is a little bit too strong for micros. Yeah. Um, no. The, the but golden- then my parents are like, God, dude, are you supposed to feel these or what yeah. the fuck's then there's the that. But that's, you can't cater those people. You have to cater to the most sensitive yes, and then yeah. those people can always take more. You know yeah, what that's I mean? True. Now the golden teacher is much more gentle. It's much more soft. I think it's much more kind, a little mm. bit more subtle of an experience. But nonetheless like very profound golden teachers have always been the, some of the most profound trips i've had in my life and it, it, i think it's she's going to act like a jellyfish for you and like the darkest deepest of oceans you know mm-hmm. and you're going to be able to really get down there into places you haven't been before and she's going to like be able to guide you through it some cool bioluminescence way. some yeah. fucking bioluminescence in yeah. your life that you need <laughs> yeah yeah um our friend richie brown um was he said something interesting that I actually can relate with. He's like, for some reason on Golden Teachers, there's always a moment, and it's just one moment, where it's death and destruction, and you got to fucking kind of face that. Yeah, know? and these and micros like, won't wow. feel like that at all, but no, I do no. think <laughs> with the, the blend that we made, like the w- way we cast it, Pisces is always sort of this death energy because, again, Pisces is is focused on what it is to dissolve into everybody else and the connections in between us that then dissolve the separation of the ego. Whoa. So I think this blend has that in it, but not in, but in this kind of more levity way. I think that was like my best descriptor of this blend. Like you're going to go deeper, but you're going to have the levity to do it because we also had Venus in Aquarius. We had Mars in Aquarius um, and we had Saturn in Aquarius. So we still have all of this air energy helping us sort of go deeper, but still have the oxygen to do it and get through it and all yeah. the fun things. So yeah, I'm really excited about this blend. This is the, um, this is the real new year. Is is when Pisces season starts. Is when doesn't uh, it feel me, like that? Well, when I Aries mean, season starts, yeah. Well, well, why would the why would a year start in in cold winter? Like, yeah. why, why would it be that? It's clearly not the beginning of anything when we're all still dying faster than when we're being reborn. Spring this is, is rebirth. It's you know we're yeah. It's lighter, longer. Yeah, winter is death. It's it, it shouldn't. That's not the beginning of it. This is the beginning of the yeah. year. So March twentieth for yeah. us. Yeah. In the northern hemisphere. Yeah. And then you have the Chinese New Year in between those two. You have like yep. our New Year, Chinese New Year, and then mm-hmm. our true New Year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. beginning of the astrological cycle. Yeah. Yeah, no, a lot of wild energy going on. I mean, I saw a fight. One more, I mean, maybe soon, this is my fourth fight in New York City. This is a good one. This is the most close yeah. home fight that I saw. Yeah. I to go outside <laughs> my apartment. And, uh, you know it was good if Mary thinks it was good because she doesn't even like fights like us. No, no. Because it was, yeah, it was not, there was barely any contact. But yeah. the, all the drama around it was like soap opera classic. <laughs> you know, like Lower East Side prime time stuff. You know? <laughs> stuff that's not going to be there in like 10 more years, you know. Oh, yeah. When yeah. all the fraternity bros take it over. So mm-hmm. There'll be different types of fights. Yeah. Fights nonetheless. <laughs> there's a there's a guy, I want to hear more about this fight, but there's a guy who films at Devil's Corner right near you at like f- 3 a.m. Yeah, like 3 to 5 a.m. And he puts the videos on YouTube and it's like basically just a total shit show of like drunk girls puking and guys getting in fights and <laughs> yeah. like people. Yeah. Yeah, no, and there is there is a couple. I don't want to like get into like crime and stuff, but there was a couple of like crazy crimes right near my spot um, this week, and there's obviously a lot of really crazy stuff happening in the world. Yeah, it's um, 
Yeah, and this year will continue to be extreme, I think, in its expressions and its highs and its lows, and we're just going to have to ride that out Yeah, and continue to learn, learn yeah. to love it. I, I keep reminding myself of that. Yeah. And this is, you know, this is how astrology has helped me is because, you know, we're going through it emotionally. We're like, we're detaching from who we were when we lived in this apartment. And, uh, you know, I have to keep reminding myself like, oh, this, this is all perfect. It's happening for a reason. It's happening now for a reason. Yeah. And, um, yeah, this is a high highs and low lows type of year. Weirdly, this, us moving feels like a high. Yes, finally. Oh yeah, no, no, no. It, like yeah, I was it, waiting. <laughs> it, it popped over. It, it popped over into that. Like um, basically, once we 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 applied for like artist residency in Peekskill, and they're you know the the town of Peekskill is like that's where we grew up. That they're very excited to have us coming back there, and like we're gonna go rent these uh, artist lofts there, and so cheap. It's like the probably the cheapest place you could fucking live in America. Yeah, it's crazy how the deal that they're offering if you're if you get certified as an artist. Yeah. So, yeah, once we once we kind of like popped into that gear of like, oh, we're not just like going into no man's land. Like, oh, uh, we don't know what we're going to do or are we going to. Now we like it feels like, cool, our hometown needs us again. You know, they're excited to have us back there. Let's go see what we could stir up up there. Let's see what we could do. And uh, yeah, I feel very excited about it. I feel like it's it's a high high. And we've had some low lows this year, you know, obviously, you know, we, we've uh, we've struggled, but we've also had some of the highest highs, too. So. I think your uh, weather report was accurate. <laughs> it makes me a believer. <laughs> yeah, I feel like what I'm most excited about, and who knows what's going to happen. We might just go up there for and be there for a few months, and then who knows? Who knows what's going to happen in life? But it really seems like the direction we're headed, and I'm excited that I feel like our container will be a little smaller. I feel like we do really well in boxes, and that I, w- I want to do have bigger ideas that incorporate more people but sometimes the city feels like so overwhelming and big it can paralyze you you're like how could i even make a difference like, like, here i couldn't i literally couldn't I'm, I'm hoping i won't have that feeling upstate like i hope i'm feeling like oh i could host an event and it could mean something or i could get something going or start a new energy in a way that could maybe not get lost in the shuffle or there maybe feels like a, a more direct relationship between the amount of effort you put into something and then what happens yeah which probably is the case here, but I'm just like, I think probably so stimulated by the amount of like noise and people and everything that yeah. who knows what it will be like being in a different environment. Cause I, I pretty much stay in the apartment, you yeah. know, in New York. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, we have a, a really nice place. So, you know, we've been, we've been tempted into something that's very comfortable for us, but I don't think it's always serving our artistic soul in the best way. You know, and I I don't regret it, but I've definitely wasted a lot of time, you know, like just fucking just sitting around here doing fucking nothing, you know. That probably it's, happens everywhere, though. Yeah, de- uh, definitely. But it's like when you're living in New York City and paying all this money for this place and like this and that. And like, I don't have a job to go off to or anything like we come up with some stuff and then we go do it or whatever. Um, yeah, I've definitely fucking uh, I, I feel like gotten complacent. And now this little impetus of like having to leave this place is why we're rich with ideas right now, by the way. Mm, I think so too. Yeah. When, it, when we're rich with what everyone else thinks riches are is money. We are lazy, um, indulgent and not really thinking creatively that much. You know what I mean? It feels like, whew, 
you know, it feels like we, we want to like, uh, inhabit like a retirement type of energy because like fucking life's so stressful and the pursuit of money is so stressful. So it's like when we have a little bit, like, it's like, we don't want to be stressed about it. We just want to like fall back and indulge a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, hunger is important. Um, yeah, it is. And I mean, I knew again not to always be like I told you so, but to be like I told you so. Um, so the Saturn transit for you, Sean, is happening in your second house of value, which is originally the Taurus role and um, run house, all about your resources and obviously the way in which you value yourself and expressing yourself in the world and the resources in which you actually have and there being a sense of constriction for you around that area and that bringing up insecurities, whether you want it to or not, because you're trying something in this guy is just trying to make you reprocess and bring a new responsibility into like you valuing yourself. Yeah. And you really going through it with all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, it, it, and it, it's just like, it's as subtle. And, and I think you said it's, a, it's about like, now it's about other people's resources as opposed to my own. Like I always felt so self-made, self-sufficient, like, I would be the one someone would come borrow money for. Or I would be uh, from, and I would be I would be generous with people. And now it just feels like, whoa, something changed, and I'm in a period where I need that from people, and and they've and you know the right people have stepped up. Absolutely. Shout out to Noah for executive producing American yeah. Sunset. Like came through with the funds to finish that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but I'm getting more comfortable with it. Yeah. No. And and it's She's gonna. Not in the shot, is she? I could check. Okay. I, I just, just lean feel, back for a split no, no, second. No, no, no. I just feel like in general, I feel like I need you like a half inch closer. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> cool. transit to transit just means it's temporary. Um, and yeah, I, uh, as a chaos magician and as an artist at a really young age, realize all the excitement that gets drummed up from uh, the freedom after dissolution, which again, I think is the focus of right now with this Aquarius and Pisces energy is like showing you the amount of freedom that you get from letting go of old versions of yourself, literally, mm. you mm. know, and that like, there's a freedom in like, when you mm. come to the non-attachment of like, oh, my ego is dying at every moment, you know, every time that I try and reform and reshape myself, like there's little deaths and that brings so much freedom because it means I can reform and reshape. Yeah. You know what I mean? And become the person I want to be. Um, and I think that's so much about, yeah, what's going on right now interpersonally and relationally. And um, I'm really, I was like, I'm really excited for you guys and to be in, um, and not in a less comfortable place, but literally just uh, like, I know how many dimensions and portals get opened when you don't have like a groundedness in a specific place, you know? Oh yeah. Um, and a tether and um, something that's binding you that you're yeah. bound to. And now you feel like out in the fucking multiverse, like, you know, it's, yeah. it's fucking terrifying, but at the same time, it's like, that's only because the opportunities and the possibilities are trifold. You know? Yeah. I'm going through those mini deaths every time I'm like, okay, I gotta, do I want to keep this? Is this part of like, <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm like yes. having to mourn these outfits that are like meant for going to museums and being in New York <laughs> yeah. City and yeah. looking kind of nice. And I was just like, I'm like, wait, am I, I don't want to go overboard, you know, and just like shed everything in a way that I'm going to then have to spend money next time I have to, God forbid, what just happens in life, go to a funeral or something right. like that. Like there's like this balance of like, wait, I probably should have some black stuff that's nicer. You know what I yeah. mean? And Funeral attire. Uh, or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely, yeah. Fucking, I got to make sure I kept some funeral attire. Because I think it to the extreme. Yo, no, you're, all, you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I'm like, Mar- I really am like Marge Simpson these days. I have two pairs of jeans that I wear and like a few black shirts. Yeah, and- that's the move. Yeah. that That's like what we're aspiring to. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it's slowly but surely living in one place for 11 years, we just, just build up some, especially clothes, especially clothes. People send us stuff. Yes. We acquire stuff. Yes. You know, people give us shit when we go places <laughs> like you just have all this stuff and yeah, going through it is, it could be a little emotional, but we are aspiring to the place where we have we, two t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, and we basically <laughs> can travel the way you do. Like we'll fucking pick Mare up to go to LA for two weeks and she has like a purse. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> You only need like what, like a pair of jeans and yeah. A and she counts shirts. on us having extra socks. She does. She, she counts on us bringing layers. Um, <laughs> they say this not knowing my life before them, with a complete absence of anybody around me. <laughs> you just go working around. internationally, you know, without any help. I just, I just take this is like the one area that I can be a little bit like take advantage of people on. If I, if I can shift responsibility in small ways like that around friend groups, like it's one of my favorite things about being around people. Yeah. Like, oh, if I'm going to psychically hold energy for people and be the party, like I'm going to make them carry my whatever the fuck, you know, like oh, that's yeah, a deal yeah. we're going to, that's definitely party. I, <laughs> yeah. You want me to be loose? It means I don't know where the fucking phone is. You yeah, know what I mean? Like fine. it's a deal. <laughs> well, and it's like, you want me to know where your phone is? Expect me to be a little tighter. <laughs> exactly. So that's what I'm like. Don't give me like, I'm like, you guys look at me like, oh, Cass, why don't you loosen up? I'm like, well, why don't you guys carry your own that's shit? True. No, it is true. We do have to consider that when we go to bust her balls about like, hey, loosen up. It's like. I don't know how much money I have and I haven't for 10 years and I don't know who, how the bills get paid or what happens or I don't know how I get paid. I don't yeah. know how much I get paid. It's a beautiful life because of that. And yeah. I, you know, I wish when, I had somebody doing that. Yeah. When, when I go to Buster Balls, it's, cast today. it's like, Hey, lighten up. It's like, Oh, you're carrying the psychic pressure of two people's like fucking passwords and <laughs> fucking like taxes and like just insane. Like, Shit like that makes me want to kill myself. Yeah, like when I feel lucky. like I'm you're like you're very lucky. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Or, you're very lucky. I was just reading about uh, having your son in the seventh house yesterday too, which you have, and having like how how pivotal your main relationship is. And I was just thinking about how goddamn Sean would not be functioning at all without Cass yesterday. I've, <laughs> hey, I've never not been just, single. Not just in like a director way. So it, was, it mainly came from that. It mainly came from like a filmmaking thing. I was like, goddamn. You I've know, never is, been is single Sean's since so I'm relying 16. on Cass and then being like, oh man, it's in so many more ways than just this one work area, you know? Does Cass <laughs> astrologically rely on me in any way? Do you, is there anything like that she has? She's like, no. <laughs> like, actually, Cass would be fine without you. <laughs> right away. That was her face. She was just like, no, Cass is fine. <laughs> so like, the Damn, thing, Sean would die in the, three the, days the without thing, Cass. The thing, the thing that, that Cass has that you do bring her, it, it's, it's, well, it's a little bit, it's just a little bit darker. It's just like, she has her malefic, she has Mars in that house. So no matter what, the way that her life force wants to come into this world and focus is through relationships. So I heard, she's always like, my art's relationship. Yeah, that's Mars in the seventh house. Okay. But that's also like, you know, the difficulty and fire of life that she's experiencing is a relationship. And you ultimately bring that to her. <laughs> it's going to get filled by someone. Might it's well going to get you. filled by someone. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what she's seeking in relationships. She won't be satisfied unless she gets it. Wow. She's here for the fire. Yeah. No, man. As much as she destiny. complains about it, she's here for it's it. It's so yeah. true. Like, what I say during, I she actually doesn't really even complain about it anymore. She just fucking takes it. <laughs> <laughs> she probably has third degree burns all over her soul. But <laughs> if yeah, if you're a lover of Sean, you do. <laughs> Smoke somebody. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Yeah, no, man. Some of the cutest, sweetest guys have asked me out, and I'm like, God, I couldn't be more, more bored by you. She yeah. wants to puke. Yeah. Like, you know. Like, like you're inviting me to go sit by a fire and drink hot cocoa. God damn it. Yeah, like, like who. What could sound worse? Who objectively people would think like, oh, that's the hottest guy that works at that place. Of course wants to like wife up Cass, you know, and she wants to puke over it. Yeah. And then this fucking creature of the night comes creeping in and she's all about it. I think she needed a bad boy and she needed some fire. And you know how like we always talk about like how like, you know. When you know, you know, and it's usually because you can smell. It's like very, like it's like primal stuff we can't even control. Like when you're attracted to somebody, it's like soul contract shit too. It's even it's beyond. Big, like that's what I'm saying. It's bigger than our it's, primal it's stuff. Way it's bigger like, than our senses. Cass has. God damn, I have this stupid agreement with you, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the whole thing. Well, yeah. And you're like, well, I got the tattoo reminders of it, so. Hell <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. I had a dream. Wait a second. Can you show me your hand? Was this a dream? No, it wasn't a dream. What the fuck? Yeah, astrology is like really finally expressing itself. Right what the now. fuck? Mare's like trying to play bar bar chords, and like it's given her a same the same place I have a fucking cut right now. But <laughs> she has like a blister forming right where I gave you that tattoo, and I was nervous that the tattoo that my no, my, it's not gonna go anywhere. My hold it, on you. Sean will learn how deep ink runs through <laughs> this uh, third degree burn. Yeah, it started actually because like. Uh, I was cooking you breakfast sausage with a cast iron pan and I went to grab the thing and I didn't gra uh, part of the towel was just like exposing part of my finger and it took me a second to put it down because I like had it up, you know, um, and then playing guitar just like really exacerbated it or whatever. But I did think it was po poetic when we were in a really big fight that I had this like burn over your tattoo on my finger. I was like, this is fucking rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> what, I remember one day you said to us, you're like don't worry i'll just get it removed you know what i mean you're like i'll just laser it i was like oh okay <laughs> yeah, okay that makes me feel a little better i'm not worried about it it's kind of like don't worry we're all gonna die like it's like don't take this too seriously it's like you know that's what i've been really kind of focused on lately and it helps yeah. me a lot yeah. you know uh just meditation on how temporary life is you know yeah and it feels long <coughs> and it feels like a slog sometimes but um, there's fuck tons of unmined joy to be extracted. And I feel like we're a little like we're in the mining business, you know, and we'll, we'll fucking dig that shit out and, uh, we can, you know, give some other people clues and like weird little treasure maps and shit. But yeah. that's what it feels like I'm here to do is, is, uh, extract as much fucking humanly joy as possible in in the fucking hellscape that is capitalism that like it seems like there's no escape from yeah 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 no that's that's beautiful that's what i've been thinking about a, a lot recently too um it's sort of like my escape hatch from like suicidal ideations that they take over my day is just that, like okay run it through like i commit suicide and then i get i'm a ghost and i'm bored <laughs> can't um. touch each other anymore <laughs> <laughs> permanent you <know>? blue balls <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah that that's what Cass is concerned that's what about, is concerned about. <laughs> um, no but just like I don't like if there's anything left to mind just like you said it's joy and no matter how um, down and out I think I am there's always a piece of me which is why I'm still here in this body that does believe I could bring that to somebody in some way 
Mm. Um, and I think joy mining, love mining, whatever language you want to use is like very cute um, for right now. And what's happening? Why am I too low or am I too high or something? Sean's just fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> just mining for joy down there. <laughs> um, no, it, it, like that came to me the other day and it felt like a real like purposeful type of like you know a lot of bullshit flows through yeah. us as you can hear on this podcast yeah. but that felt like a purposeful like like in the face of everything that you see going on in yeah. the face of being the most controlled peasants of the in history yes the most propagandized yeah little peons in yeah. history like what can we do we like, can have a laugh we can have a laugh we can definitely have a fucking laugh we can make some music yeah, and that's rebellious, and I found, like, it's been really getting me off in understanding how rebellious it is to have your own fun. Oh, yeah. And to make your good, sweet music, mm-hmm. you know. I have your own whole language <laughs> with your friends. You know what I mean? A whole different fucking vernacular that replaces all of the charged up, weaponized ways that people use this language already. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't know. That's big time dreaming, but like just a whole, just a whole different way of relating and speaking to each other and communicating with each other and, uh, mining for joy together, you know, a whole, a whole new paradigm of that based on all the technology we have with drugs and, <laughs> and the internet and ways of connecting and what we know about music, fucking music yeah. and tantric sex and like just all these powerful tools that we could get to work on employing to fucking get some more joy out of this thing. Cause if we charge ourselves up with that, like I feel like that fucking gets us towards our alienhood a little bit more. I feel like it brightens our aura and, and that's contagious. Yeah, and it's like, well, it's like replacing the old paradigm with just with a new one. That's the only way to destroy this thing. We're not going to out weapon them. We're not going to out fight them in those ways, but like we can have a way better time. And I feel like that is the most seductive thing that you can do nowadays is replace the old bullshit way of doing things with just a better time and watch that thing (laughs) wither away well it's so hard to not get trapped into the dance of war it's such a powerful drug that people implore because people start to feel guilty about having their own good times and about like celebrations and not paying attention when there's something extreme like that happening to your brothers and your sisters, yeah. which of course we're all feeling whether yeah. you're paying attention to it in the news or not. Um, and um, yeah, it's hard to see that you, um, cause they get you so sucked into thinking that you can do something with your anger, Oof. you know, with yeah. it, that it becomes just, and, and guess what that thing always is buy some product. Right. Who's now the proceeds are going to fucking Ukraine. Right. Yeah. 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 It is it is weird <laughs> watching a war in time in the times that we're in now where holy shit. Right? That's you know its what own I'm talking podcast. about before I even yeah. fucking go into yeah. it. Where everything is a performance. Every all the corporations so like, are like, cool, we'll play our part so now. Like weird. Every, oh. Like it's it's yeah. a it's a gigantic psyop yeah. to turn peasants against each other across the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? They got people out there they're you know the the same people that are like and and god bless everyone that we're just trying to be better people but like you know they'll they fucking horse feed us fucking halos of bullshit and we just take it and we eat it up and it's like okay cool now it's time to have a black lives matter thing in my front lawn oh wait now it's time to stand with ukraine thing in my lawn now it's time to i believe in science thing it's like what the fuck are we doing like this is so uh, off the rails and uh 
if we if we got into a, a true practice of solidarity, it transcends all this performative bullshit, you know? And uh yeah, it is it is hilarious and I wanna pay closer attention to it because just now when we had that moment I was like, a lot of people are probably having that. Like watching a war go down in modern times is it's like a bad movie. It's like that movie Wag the Dog. If you haven't seen that, you should rewatch that shit. Or if you haven't seen it, watch it. If you have seen it, rewatch it. <laughs> um, but yeah, really, really fucking crazy. And uh, you know, we're so propagandized too. We're so bombarded with information that no one could know what's going on. And anyone yeah. who pretends that they um, do, it's like that's just all they're doing because it makes them feel better to feel like they're no know, know what's going on. Yeah. You know, you see, we go up to my parents' house. My mom is screaming in my face about Putin and this and that. Like, like, like she knows something and she genuinely thinks she knows something from watching MSNBC. Right. It's, it's sad. It's sad. And it's exactly what they're using to block us from extracting as much joy as possible from here. You know what I mean? And uh, th- there's ways around it. There's ways around it. I mean, first and foremost, you got to watch what you consume on all levels. Yeah, joy is, is really powerful, and um, I think the like one of the lies, one of the many lies that we bought into is that it's not your natural state of existence. And the truth is, like, right in a human body uh, that's like an incredibly high frequency, high capacity cellular uh, piece of technology, if you inhabit that and you have a frequency high enough to have it be online, the natural frequency is joy, mm-hmm. um, and because we're we have so many influences whether it's like psychic warfare or just like shitty foods that you're eating or shitty media it then down to you and uh you then start to resonate with lower frequencies and stuff um and it gets easier to get trapped into these like heavier thought patterns and narratives and way of doing things but um it's like it's a belief system that you get into that then wraps you up in things like anxiety depression when Mm -hmm. really like the belief should be that you are joy and that the natural essence of life is happiness and we have all a billion million things trying to distract us from that yes you know it's not the opposite it's not that it's like this slog that you have to get to because that's when i can really get into like heavy days of suicide ideation it's when i feel fucking exhausted about it because it is exhausting sometimes to try and fight for joy in the times that we're in in the shape of space time and all the things that are going on um but i know the times that i find it are the times when i realize like oh it's easy because it's always there oh it's just right there. yes oh fuck it's right there (laughs) (laughs) that was really beautifully put you know and uh the crazy thing is like when you're talking about there's all these distractions and and the distractions are, are trying to convince us of the opposite yeah and and it's crazy that a lot of times the distractions are um they're presented as the savior your doctor the clergy yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, academia, yeah. uh, it, it, your boss, yeah. these these types of things. They're there to actually, those those people, the, you know, the doctor's there to confirm, yeah, there's something wrong with you. You yeah. know, it, it, yeah. it, that's that's what your psychiatrist is there to confirm. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, the, the, your boss is there to confirm you're a small little nothing. You are your labor <laughs> and you're barely that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, and the teachers are there to confirm that you don't know things. Yeah. And and that there's more to know and that, that, that they have it, you know. And it's like, it, it's just a fucking bunch of bullshit that's distracting us from this very fun, childlike <laughs> existence, I feel like, and harmonious existence that we could be tapping into. 
Well, it feels like, yeah, like an alignment thing. Like you can align yourself with like, what what do you need for joy? Appreciation, wonder, you know, excitement, you know, all these, 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 uh, I mean, I think misery is sacred too, but it's like, okay, we have, if we have a choice and that's kind of the opportunity, maybe we, maybe it's um, like, where does our free will come in? Can we, can we like choose to be happy now, even though we don't have the new car or the perfect house or whatever it is? Like, can we make that choice to be happy despite that? And then hopefully in line, attract other positive things into your life because you're open to receiving them because you know that they exist because you're appreciating the little parts of life that are giving you joy, mm. you know, and, and paying attention to that. Um, but I looked up the, my favorite Hafiz quote by tripping over joy. Do you guys want to hear it? Yes. Oh yes. I read classic. this one all the time, but I'll yeah. keep reading it. Yeah. We have new people listening. Maybe they yeah. haven't heard this one. Yeah. Um, tripping over joy. What is the difference between your experience of existence and that of a saint? The saint knows that the spiritual path is a sublime chess game with God and that the beloved has just made such a fantastic move that the saint is continually tripping over joy and bursting out in laughter and saying, I surrender. Whereas, my dear, I'm afraid you still think you have a thousand serious moves. Yes. Yep. I mean, that pretty much goes right to the heart of it, you know, and the the like life throwing shit at you and and not resisting and surrendering into like the moment because when you surrender into the moment and accept what is we have to leave our apartment then you can look at your hand of cards and be like okay what's what can we do with this what is our opportunity what is the next best move and how do we extract joy out of a day and how do we calm our nervous system so we're not in just a fight or flight response or you know that sort of stuff yeah, and, it, and, it, and to what you were just saying, like, um, you know, t- charging up your life with gratitude yep. and mm-hmm. um, like, you know, that, that's that's like that's some that's some next level life hack shit. And 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 saying to yourself, like, and this is where desire inventories really come in handy, like, OK, like once we do land in our new dream place or whatever. How is that? How are we going to feel once like what, what's that going to feel like when we're settled and our friends are coming over and we're having a nice meal there and this and that? Let's just take whatever little little fucking packet of feelings that unleashes inside of us. Let's take that now. Like, why not? Cool. Let's pull it into this moment. Like I could use that, you know, <laughs> and I think that's worth that's like some Neville Goddard shit where you're starting to cast spells on your life. And you're starting to use your imagination <clears throat> to pave uh, your reality. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's how manifestation works. You align yourself with the thing that you want. And um, actually the feelings of, um, you know, desire or misery because of the desire that you have because you don't have that thing are actually keeping you from having that thing because you're aligning yourself with not having that thing. So just like you said, experiencing having that thing already being fulfilled is actually what brings you to the fulfillment because you're then aligned with the high enough frequency that would bring you to a place of high frequency. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? um, and yeah, I think misery is super sacred. And I think it's it's like a, to me, I view it as like a a little vehicle on this like stream to happiness that you always have to get into because it's 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 like a natural part of the wholesome fold of revelation when you're becoming a new person and you realize how you want to move forward and moving forward means choice and choice means um, the cutting of some things. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that can bring its own misery, whether it's grief or just realizing what you have to do to move forward to get the thing that you want that you don't have already. Um, and there are things that can get us stuck in just like these 
thought patterns of misery and I'm speaking just from myself and my own experience and especially recently and I've really had to focus on energy efficiency and if I give a fuck about anybody else because I can't start giving a fuck about me that's a you know what I mean it's got to be other people highly recommend it Um, I got to be efficient with my energy because they deserve it because people deserve good shit and uh, being efficient with your energy would mean investing it into things that you know are going to make you high frequency and if you're listening to things that are bringing you more misery. Um, it's, it's obviously just like, cause a lot of times I can get convinced that it's bringing me to alignment by um, the definition of focus on reshaping. But sometimes you just need to let go of all of the cutting and um, focus on moving forward, which again, it's just like this Aries energy coming in. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. More of that positive focus. Yeah. And, and like what you were just saying, not just positive focus, but, um, like less like obsessive self-focus. Yeah. And that's, that feels like, uh, like a graduation of sorts that seems to either happen for people around your age or it doesn't. And for the people it doesn't happen for good luck, man, they're not, you know what I mean? Like just getting out of that. Yeah. Well, I think if you're an artist in any capacity, like that came into my life even through dance when I was young and understood like, oh, I don't do this for myself. If I was do- if I was doing shit for myself, I'd be on my couch eating fucking chips and smoking bong rips all fucking day. Like, Ooh-wee. just so you know, if I was living my life for myself. Hell you know yeah. I mean? That's probably what I just did I for the be past fucking, 10 years. <laughs> like, I would be sweating over my guitar, you know, trying to get calluses to make people fucking hear funny yeah. tunes or laugh at me or whatever's going to happen when I perform, you know. Yeah. Um, and I so I think art has saved my life just through that realization and kept me on this planet. And any times that I have been totally far out there and given up on myself, which is most of the time, honestly, I know people say it like requires a lot of self love to make art. I don't think so. I think it just requires love for the universe and love in general. I don't Mm. think it has to be directed towards yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, um, um, yeah, I got to pee real quick. Can you all hold it down? Yes. Go pizzle. Something that changed things for me is like, I don't know what this is. Like, I don't know if it's a story about Buddha or whatever it is or some some other wise man. (laughs) But basically being like, look, I've traveled the entire world and like, I love myself most of all. Kind of like, you should love your, like you get the opportunity to decide what you do with yourself. Like you can't, should start with yourself. And they kind of just turned things around for me where I was like, oh, I I got to love myself most of all. You know what I mean? I can't control other people or anything, you know? Um, and feeling like that was kind of like a purpose and, and that I, that I want to, but I don't know. Yeah. I think it's like how you identify with thyself. Um, cause it obviously takes a certain amount of self love that I don't even recognize to show up to the things that I show up to every day. Right. And to sing and put myself out there in the ways that I do. Right. Cause Um, even if I like, even if all of the thoughts that day about myself are negative and I have a feeling of hating myself, I'm still showing up and putting myself out there in a certain way. And so I also think it's like, it always feels bigger than me when I invest into self. And I guess it's an idealization of the self of how I would like myself to be that I'm investing in and not necessarily the thing that I think I'm inhabiting right now. Mm. And that brings me a lot of freedom because it feels like the thing that I'm inhabiting right now is very bound. Um, but if I continue to invest in an idea of the self that's like idealized, it's easier for me and a much happier place. And that tends to be the propeller for me doing things and making art and believing that any version of the self could do sort of any good by putting itself out there. 
Mm. Um, but yeah, I can get wrapped up in, uh, in believing that nothing that I could do could be anything more than negative to people. I can get wrapped up in that. I can, Mm. I can get really wrapped up in believing that my impact on people is, is just like innately negative. You know, it's funny. I've been reading a bunch about human design this week because of it. Because apparently I have this closed and repelling aura that permeates out in my life and do expressions like that. (laughs) It's kind of hilarious. Like our last fight, I was like, you closed off. I'm like, you're literally literally, cold as hell. (laughs) Literally, like I went home and started reading it like deep about the auras, you know, and it like made everything make so much sense. It was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. (laughs) So, but how do we work with it? <laughs> Basically, like my whole aura's existence is just trying to get people to get out of my way and stop distracting me. So, um, yeah, no, we should read into it more. Uh, yeah, more later. It's it's like really really fascinating. I think, and it's, it's made me believe in it. Like just recently, I think it's probably fine, but it it is also something like we have to be sensitive to because we're very sensitive to your aura. So if you want us to be out of your way, but yeah. you're like in our way, it's like yeah. this is a problem. We're gonna hit r- yeah. heads, you know. So apparently, the like focus of a manifestor's life is to try and understand how they impact other people because they have the densest aura so they have the most impact on everyone and so it, and, and they use this language which hit me so fucking hard with the word gentle it was like no matter how gentle a manifestor tries to move through their life they are always going to have this story of feeling like they impact people too much and i was like god fucking damn it that's crazy isn't that crazy i could flash back to some arguments we've had you know, where you're like, what the fuck? I'm like being perfect. I'm saying everything perfect in this night. And I'm like, oh, I'm more paying attention to an energetic thing that's going on. <laughs> and you're like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's been, uh, it's, been, it's been a wild ride, this journey and this closed and repelling aura. I'll be like, Sean, it's okay. She's just closed and repelling. <laughs> it actually helps me a lot to know that. I really, I'm not even knowing that till this moment. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's just Mary doing there. Like, let's just give her a couple hours. She'll be better. She'll, be, she'll, she'll warm herself up. When it, when it gets me the most is when I feel like we just like rocked your socks and then we break up. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. But it's the most extreme manifestation of that of that thing. Yeah. You Apparently, know? when you get around a manifestor's aura, it makes your aura contract. And that's another funny thing that I was noticing with my neighbors and all the arguing going down and being around them and not saying anything to me. Like, I feel like I watch that happen. I watch them like try and gain courage and then I get around them physically and they're like, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's not a good idea. <laughs> I feel like we've had some fights where you're like, you're just getting contracting. And I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you? You're kind of a big energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're a lot in life. Human design. It's kind of helpful. It can be kind of helpful. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's you're having a sense of humor about it because I feel oh, like it's if hilarious. I if I feel like I found that out about myself, I'd be like, oh fuck. <laughs> well, see, but she's lived her life. Like this. Lived, like, yeah, what else like, can you do? It's an explanation it's of everything that's happened to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's a more comforting, validating thing than just like, oh, I make people uncomfortable. It's like, yeah, you make people uncomfortable because you're part of this like archetype that's supposed to make people uncomfortable or whatever. I've come across like, them a million times in my life, you know, and now being very close to you, you know, because I can be like that sometimes. But like being very close to you, <laughs> like I feel like I'm the fucking mare whisperer where like people will be like, I, I, I just know mare doesn't like me. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, no, she loves you. And she said this, this and that. Like, what are you talking about? We shared this moment and like this and that. It's like, oh, you're you, oh, you're picking up on some 
way subtler. She's shit thinking about how she has to sing a song. She and... ain't thinking about you. She, she, she ain't thinking about you. She, she's just a planet, you know, in a room, and you just became one of her moons. Like, you just fucking couldn't help yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, for, I was reading about projectors, too, and manifestors in relationship. And uh, Is that me and you? Yeah, you and that's, I? that's you and I. Um, and Patty Smith, and I can't remember who she dated. George fucking was also a projector she's a manifester anyways you guys are like kind of the perfect pair because she grounds you obviously in the ways that you need to be grounded because if you're not part of the generators (laughs) which is like most of the people right you have all these open energy centers like both of us are basically just like these empathetic sponges out in the universe susceptible to whatever Mm. (laughs) Mm. sometimes i'm like it's too much dating two artists i'm like this is a lot (laughs) it's pretty freaky deaky Um, so yeah, I think the openness can get kind of chaotic, especially when it heats up or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, so what is the dynamic between a, uh, manifester and a projector? Um, it's the most possibilities that could ever happen in a dynamic because of the openness. Mm. So it's like a good creative force thing, but it's like helpful that you're around. I think essentially. Oh, I <laughs> there needs to be a referee. Like That's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> if these two types of people get together, there should be someone else to balance that energy. out. <laughs> yeah. It was something about like the manifestor feeling like the projector was trying to control them too, because of the projectors need to like do the projection thing. And then the manifestors need to like do its own thing. Interesting. That, that being an innate part of the energy energy dynamic, kind mm-hmm. of. That's inter- That's validating, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, man. <laughs> it's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the two of you rise like higher, but also go lower than like I'm like, is this e- how is this even possible? <laughs> I'm like, you guys are like giddy. Like well, one night, you guys are like giddy laugh. Like I'm doing work, and you guys are like giddy laughing as hard as I've ever even heard either of you laugh. And then the next morning, it's like. I don't know. Something gets lost in the <laughs> shuffle at some point, you know, and there's a depth Just to hell that we can go sauce. to. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Mayor probably knows more about it than I do. I'm just living the experience. Like, you're the one that knows all these overlays that would explain it. <laughs> I'm just like, damn, this is fucking crazy, man. And no. then it's not. And then it is. You know, I think that's just a been the trajectory of most of my relationships. So it's definitely on me, if anything. Because I have a lot of sample size, and you know, you're intense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it? you know, uh, pe- folks might not know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so funny because it's like you're intense in the way of you're like, we're on a mission, we're mining for joy, and uh, like you're slowing us down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like you are like the captain on this ship of like, you know. And if you want to slow down, I'll take it all. <laughs> yeah. oh, we'll come to a screeching halt. You're not lifting we'll your thing. We'll reverse, motherfucker. We'll get to the beginning of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He is the definition of the mom in the car being like, I'll turn this thing around. Yeah, that's what I grew up with. I grew up with, I grew up with a mom that was, I'll turn this thing around energy 24-7. She still will do it. She, she has less power, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because we're all like, you know, have yeah. sovereignty over our lives so yeah. there's no this i could turn this around but like yeah on her birthday or whatever she'll be like you ruined it you know like just fuck uh, and i always thought like oh, i guess i get that from my mom but then i found out she's a sag moon too and i'm like oh, holy yeah. fuck what the hell's going on in this oh, life yeah. oh yeah 
No, and we're so we're such the perfect peak embodiment of like Cancer Moon, Sag Moon, and we're both born at night, so it's basically just like Cancer versus Sag, you know. When we get mm. into arguments, it's just like I'm like a crying mess, and he's just like flamethrower, you know. Yeah, so typical. I'm like stereotypical can- <laughs> Cancer. He's stereotypical Sag. <sighs> and I also have the I'm, Cancer bone, so the dynamic plays out very similarly. Yeah. Yeah. And Sean's like, why, why do I have to carry all the weight in this relationship? I'm like, I just, I don't, I don't feel bad because I didn't say a bunch of mean shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what do you, like, wh- this, it's not who you are. It's just, it's, He's it's like, why are you, are you all worked up? I'm like, well, because I'm fucking have a cleaner slate than you, I think. Yeah. You don't hate yourself. You're not like in a perpetual loop of like self-hatred and then like pu- barely pull your head out of it and then go yeah. back into it. Like, yeah. it's wild, yeah. you know? It's, it's wild man. yeah as there's something about having like a defined confidence center i think that's helpful in life for generators you know we don't have that we're all over the place we don't know what the fuck with ourselves i don't have any center whatsoever <laughs> it, it's why i need to meditate twice a day it's why i need to run it's why i need to eat plant-based like i need to have Apparently, these certain things in order because i just like i don't have much of a center apparently yeah. sleeping alone is good for you too that is so interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really? How yeah. alone does it need to be? <laughs> well, because we're going up to Sean's parents' basement and it's like, well, do I give him a room to himself or do I? You guys love it. You guys love having a room to yourselves. Yeah, I guess we do. And but I think then your manifesting energy and your generator energy probably needs its alone sleep time too. Yeah. Clear house for ideas. <laughs> the first thing I said to Maris, I was like, we don't touch each other in our sleep, just so you know. <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, that's what we don't, but like, right but like we did, like, it's funny because yeah, like when Mara and I share a bed, like I'll, we'll like wake up like on each other kind of like touching or it was never, this is like a never hypothetical. What are you talking about? What are you talking when about? When we wake up in bed together. What do you do? What do you mean? What? <laughs> well, now you can accept that it's part of his need. If you there's know? A, if there's enough beds, of course we we spread out. I'm not fucking 17 years old. <laughs> like I, eight hours of sleep means more to me than like I, of anything really. <laughs> like I'm not a normal person unless I get eight hours of sleep. Uh, so when we just went and did this music video, we had two king size beds. Yeah, it was very lush. Yeah, that was fucking super it was lush. So lush. That's Damn. really why I got into the goblin suit. You know, I felt like I was really being pampered. It was a luxury experience. And yeah, so I had to show up for these people. Yeah, that was a luxury green suit. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated it. Yeah, part of the video was shot on a green screen and. <laughs> Richie, Richie Brown, our friend uh, who's doing the animation and, and everything on the video is like, uh, he's like, I have green screen suits or whatever they're called, you know, the full body suits. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. And I look at Marin like, we were on a little acid. And I, I saw that she thought it was funny. And I was like, oh, actually, this is hilarious. So I immediately got in the fucking thing. And, you know, next thing you know, me and Mare are in a green screen suits floating in instruments to Kurt while he plays on a green screen. I'm so excited to see how it turns out. Like oh. I've never got to be a part of an animator's process like this. Yet. I know. Well, no matter what he does with it, the funniest thing would be not to animate us out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought about that the other day. That was a shower thought. I'm like, all he has to do is just amp up what we are. Just put a little goblin energy on us. And I think it's fucking hilarious. He should turn you into avatars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have fun. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I've really been thinking about that. Just with like, God, does our group have a fucking knack for having the most fun? That's, and I think well, there's just like no way to lose the performance with the energy we bring like that, you know? Yeah. And I think it's an energy in rare form these days because everybody is so convinced that um, they're obligated to seriousness. You know, everybody's on yeah. this white or whatever brown guilt trip, whatever, where we come from, that um, you need to be obligated to anger and obligated to these lower frequencies that, you know, are out Dude. there fucking holding people to shit. Because everybody's know? holding a lot of shit. Uh, hell yeah. Um, I'm going to use the bathroom. It, it feels like why it feels like there's a there's a rush it feels like to get this movie out you know what i mean yes people need like, it they like, need to start laughing at themselves yeah holy yeah. shit yeah I, it just like there needs to be of something that is like lighten up no it's exactly what you do with your films and specifically with this one and um why i, I say i think it's the best one yet is there's just such a profound art that you get as a viewer about understanding oh god there's levity in even the darkest and heaviest of of yeah of of things of concepts of themes or whatever you know i think that comes through in your artistry and then as a viewer you get that artistry you know you sort of receive that you You download it you download that yeah Yeah. totally seriously um that's why that's why I think music does this inherently. Yeah. But John Prime has made me a funnier person. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. I mean? like, he expanded your consciousness. Jesus Christ, you know. I was like, yeah. that is funny. And that's funny too in the way that you think, <clears throat> you know. Ween has changed the way I look at all music. And, oh my, my fucking, forget about my sense of humor. It was it was like they they expanded on something that was obviously already close to home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think maybe even made you realize like how funny a lot of musicians are trying to be because like Tom, like yeah. everybody's try- like uh, oh, the top yeah. tier musicians like usually are funny. Oh, you yeah. know because they're inhabiting a higher enough consciousness and higher enough consciousnesses are funny. Like humor yeah. is a, is a high frequency yeah. thing, you know. Because um, I think humor innately holds duality in it. I think that's like what humor is. Like why yeah. it has a levity to it is like to be funny, you have to hold both things at the same time yeah. in this cool way. If it's not funny, you just haven't zoomed out far enough. Yeah. Like, cause you're like, yes. oh, I'm going to die. This is temporary. Yes. You know I mean? Oh, oh, and yeah. we're all one thing. So this thing yes. that I'm doing is yes. like perfectly <laughs> in harmony with everything else in this universe because I'm not acting alone. Yes. You yes. Know? That's oh such my God. a good one. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. If, yeah. If you're, if it's not funny, you haven't zoomed out far enough. <laughs> if, seriously, especially like if a comedian's getting under your skin, zoom out a little bit. That is you. Yeah. That's you up there fucking telling those fucking silly ass uh, jokes that aren't hitting. Yeah. You know, that's pretty funny in itself. Yeah. You know, bombing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And they make, yeah, and it's important to be uncomfortable, just like we kind of started this thing talking about you moving and the comedians, part of their art is making people uncomfortable through yeah. realizing the ways in which we're silly. Because we're all silly. You incarnate to be silly. Like yeah. you're limited and so you're silly. You're distorted. There's always going to be things you're not seeing. And yeah. I mean, look at us. And like, That's why fools. this is my chosen medicine. This is silly. This this is just like. Peak ev- silliness. Like. Every time. Every time. It's just like tried and true. Just like, oh, yeah. Fuck yeah! Things are I'm fucking carrying hilarious. around a bag like a clown. I know. Have you have you carried around a bag bag on the streets yet? I don't know. If I've I was gone thinking that about far. that the other day because I was like, Mayor just be- marches to her own beat in so many ways. She stands out in New York City, you know, somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I could see you walking boldly and holding a yeah, bag. I was like, I was like thinking about it, and I was like, Has Mayor left the house with one of these yet to walk Mowgli? Yeah, you have. 
I have not. Okay. Have not done it I'm, yet. I'm actually glad that that surprises me. I think I may have t- taken the trash out with it because I've been in the hallway with it once. I mean, <laughs> I've been in the hallway and been like, oh, I'm in the hallway with this thing. You know what I mean? Like, we <laughs> just like so strong that <laughs> we're so unabashed about who we are, like that we're making a music video for Kurt Vile, who's basically <laughs> fucking straight edge. You know what I mean? He literally is. <laughs> like, so it's like he's funny just that wholesome. We're even, yeah, he's very yeah. and everything. Like, and everyone else is like they're working, and like we show up on acid <laughs> with a volcano. Mary's chasing me around set with full volcano. I was bringing the party. What is anybody going to say? That's what, and and I reminded the whole crew of that right away. It's like, yo, this is an eight person crew. Like, we're making a music video. It's seventy five degrees and sunny. Every life is good. Let's enjoy it. Every single person came up to me uh, and was like, "You guys are so fun to work with. Like, I hope I work with you again. Like, if you have another thing, yes, every single person. Awesome. We try to make. This is what Sean and I try to do. We try to make. Everybody feel like they only want to work with Sean and Cass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tried to set that vibe too. That's so why I got my green Well, oh, now yeah. it's going to be Sean, yeah. Cass, and Mare. They're going to own. They, people need to know it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, the bag is ridiculous. And like, I do love the volcano endlessly. I don't mean to s- s- speak any negativity on it, but I do want a glass thing. I don't know why I keep having uh, You can't get a gl- I'm sorry, Mare. You're not allowed. <laughs> Party glass thing, okay? <laughs> It has to be like wrapped in silicone or something. Sure. Maybe there's something we could silicone. attach to it. I think that there is. <laughs> How are you going to know when it's full enough, though? <coughs> I want to be able to see through the glass. Should we shout out um, a synchronicity uh, we've been having? Happy endings? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of them that's come up. And this Japanese band, Happy Ending, has this album, Kazumachi Roman. Their only album. I, you say that, and I'm I'm now think that they maybe have another album, and I don't want to say that, but I know that Kazumachi Roman is on YouTube and nothing else, and uh, it's incredible. I listened to it this week, um, and yeah. uh, highly highly recommend it. Like one of the best like folk rock. Um, it's like an American album that Japanese people made. That's in, really beautiful. In uh, their native language, yeah. Too so. It's super psychedelic. It's our that that could be our recommendation of the week. It's definitely the recommend of the week. But those words keep coming up as we're packing up our as life. As you're doing the grand happy ending, yeah. Because you guys don't do this a lot. No. Um. <laughs> no. <laughs> At this all. is my third move in twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. Before that, I probably had four in twenty years, or no, or like six. Yeah. So it's a, I mean a good amount of moving in my life, probably ten or eleven moves. Cass has only had like. Minimal, two or three. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a little more heavy, I think. It's yeah. going to be okay. We're but now we're so excited about where we're going and the potential of what we're going to be doing. Man, we're going to fucking make Peak Skills psychedelic, and it's going to be crazy. Because it needs it, because uh, it's it's got a crazy, dark, shadowy history of racism. And uh, it needs healing. And uh, I think we can bring it. <laughs> <laughs> Peak Skills dope. Peekskill is one of the dopest towns with the sweetest people. And, uh, yeah, we're going to sweep in there and and brighten it up a little bit. A little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They'll yeah. be happy ending. You want to guys, you guys want to switch over to the page, the Patreon? Yeah, that's the plan. Is it about that time? Yeah. Sean has more uh, exciting stories about happy endings that we'll get into. Yeah, that's what, that's what we always tease now before we go over to the Patreon episode is... Uh, 
Well, we're gonna be talking about our sex life a little bit. I, I might, <laughs> I might talk about because this is too hot for YouTube. Okay, well then leave it here. Just don't even say anything else. Oh yeah, you can, you can imagine what I'd be talking about in a happy endings episode. But well, that and many other things, we're gonna just get loose and wild and keep getting high. We'll see you over on the Patreon, on Patreon.com/slash/Church of Chill. Support our asses. We love it. Wait, what am I doing? I don't know. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> ay ay ay. <laughs>